how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and store Mojave vision. At times I'm on the H the Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit them like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my diction. Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 408. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I am your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. We are less than a week away from the NFL Draft, which is my favorite sporting event of the year. Yes, the Draft is my favorite sporting event of the year. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm not doing draft content this year. I'm preparing like I am, and I don't know why, but... Uh, <laughs> I think it's cool though. Like I was saying this last week, though it's it's allowing me to um, defocus my draft prep, which has been fun yeah. for me. It's a little more like what I used to do 15 years ago. <laughs> so um, yeah, but I have a mock. I have a first round mock. We're gonna go through it. Honestly, pretty much just until we run out of time. We're probably not gonna get through the whole uh, first round. <laughs> That's all right. But, <laughs> That's all right. But before I, I start this, before we get into this uh, mock, which will definitely be wrong of the NFL draft, uh, the most important question <laughs> I have, how are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I am prepared for your mock. Your mock always tells me at least about 15 players I'd never heard of before. Nice. Um, <laughs> here's the important question, though. I'm, you're not doing the draft um, content this year. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be available for my inevitable jokes about players' uh, suits and hairdos? Because that's what's important here. Yes, I will okay. be watching the draft live because my wife is a saint. And this is wonderful. Is, this is great. Is allowing me. This is my wife and mother-in-law are are amazing people who are allowing me <laughs> to travel alone to my parents' house to watch the draft live with my dad. Oh, that's so, going to be nice. I I am, um. I feel guilty and and scared <laughs> that I'm going to be away from my kids for three nights because I and I I love my kids and I already miss them and I'm oh. also I'm also uh, bewildered by the concept that I'm going to be doing this and <laughs> like I don't have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. It's going to be crazy. Um, so, so yeah, I'm going to go over there Thursday, hang out with my folks, and then uh, Friday I'm going to watch the draft, and then Friday morning my dad and I are going to play golf. I'm hoping my brother will join us, and then we'll watch Friday night draft, and then uh, Saturday we'll probably watch some of the draft. I don't know if I could get my dad to watch all of Saturday. <laughs> that would be – he would be a, a good – a big sport if he, if he yeah. watched. But, you know – you know what? If my son came to see me to watch the draft, I'd watch every moment of the draft if that's yeah. what he wanted to watch. But we'll <laughs> probably you do for your kids. We'll probably watch some of it in the morning, and then we'll probably go—I don't know—go on a hike or something because it's Central Oregon, and that's what you do in Central Oregon. Uh, so we'll probably do something like that. But here's um, my here's an important question though. One yep. of my favorite things that you do for four for four, the content that you do is you do the fantasy uh, punter breakdowns. Are you still doing that? Uh, so I I'm not. I I will tell you there is. A heck of a punter in this draft. And Oh <laughs> uh, not punter. I, kick returner is what you do. Punt returners. Oh, is, kick isn't returner. that what you do? So I do that uh over the summer. So in July, I'll post the kick okay. returner, um, the return specialist article and uh and then I, I update it pretty much until the season starts. Uh okay. with who I think is gonna be doing it. Which is always a which is very much a labor of love because uh, it changes so dramatically, and I, I always love it. I set my depth chart; everything is fine after final cuts. And then uh -huh. one week into the season, like 
five teams will grab somebody <laughs> off waivers and change their returners. It, it's just I'm always like I'm looking right at you, Arizona. So it's <laughs> calling them out. There's uh, a but, punter but, in this yeah, draft, though. There is there is a punter who I really like in this draft. His name is Matt Areza. When I might okay. be picturing that. San Diego State. He did some kicking too. I think he's as good a prospect as you can get at the position. He's got great hang time. Looks like an oh, immediate impact punter. So I uh I think he might get drafted. So Wow. I'm yeah. here for punters getting drafted. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Love this kid. I watched I watched way too much film on this punter. <laughs> My prediction, San Diego, not San Diego. Why did I say San Diego? Oh, my God. Of course you did. Let's go. My welcome. Welcome back to my side. Right. The Los Angeles Chargers take him in the fifth round. That's my prediction. The okay? fifth. That would be crazy. A punter yeah. in the fifth is wild. But I think he's good. I think he's worth it. And the Chargers punt game has been really bad for several years it now. Has. And uh, And so, you know, J.K. Scott, I don't think is it. I don't think he's going to be able to do it. I don't think they've re-signed Ty Long yet. So they've got a hole with the position. Uh, fifth round. Obviously, uh, you don't want to draft a kicker or a punter if you don't have to, but I think he's good enough. I think he can be uh, that new Mike Cyphers for for them, who uh, used to be their great punter. So, <laughs> Putting is one of those things that you never, ever think about until you have a bad one. Yeah, right? And then you're like, oh, no. <laughs> Long snapper is like, the, same, the same thing. Right. It's exactly the same way. It's like they're always starting at their own 45. Yeah. It's like- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know that a kicker, you know, every year a kicker gets drafted. I don't know that this crop is particularly good. Cameron Dicker from Texas, Cade York from LSU, they're fine. Uh, yeah. I don't know that. Uh, you might get Jordan Stout, the punter from Penn State. You might get C get drafted. But uh, special teams, it's really Matariza from, uh, from San Diego State's really the only guy I'm watching. Well, let's go. I'm here. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready for a punter in the draft. <laughs> okay. So uh, the first pick, Mark. Jacksonville. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. Um, yeah. I can't. I just can't bring myself to believe the Trayvon Walker noise. Um, mm. The Georgia defensive end. I talked last week about how I have like a fringe first round grade on him. Yeah. Um, Aiden Hutchinson is just so much safer of a pick. He just. Yep. Uh, the the pass rusher from Michigan, Kayvon Thibodeau is a safer pick. Akem McWonu, the the tackle from NC State's a safer pick. Evan Neal from Alabama. I, I just have a hard time believing Jacksonville's not going to go with one of those four players. I've got Hutchinson. Uh, he's the overwhelming betting favorite. He's the best prospect. Um, actually, I don't know. Kayvon Thibodeau might be the best pass rushing prospect. Aiden Hutchinson's a little safer, I think. I think it's mm. a little bit safer. Um, he's relentless. He's got a, a an unstoppable motor. Reminds me a lot of Jared Allen in that situation. And uh, Jacksonville needs him. Plays a front that'll that he'll work for. Um, and I think that you don't want to overthink it. Just don't overthink it, Jags. He's a blue chip prospect. Yeah. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Just don't overthink it. Take the best guy on the board. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think that's probably what's gonna happen. And I think what's gonna happen is that that becomes, you know, around Tuesday it starts leaking out that that's what they're gonna do. I hope so, because th- th- everyone seems to be on the Trayvon Walker thing, and I just don't, I don't think, think you so. take – I don't think you take – so Trayvon Walker, I'll call him a projection pick, right? He's He's got all the talent, all the athleticism, everything there, and he just wasn't productive enough to warrant mm. the number one pick. So he's a projection pick. You take him, and you're right. projecting that he can be great. Um, And maybe he is, but – 
that's not who I want at number one. <laughs> I love this. This is this always this happens every so often. There'll be the guy that now he'll now, now Trevon Walker. Trevon Walker. He's definitely going to one of these top three picks, though, right? He, he's going top ten, probably top five, maybe top one. So it's you know yeah, like he's, he, he's it's not like drafted. he's gonna fall. Like he's definitely yeah. going in the top here. But it's gonna be that guy like five years from now when he's in the Pro Bowl. Brandon's gonna be like, I never liked him. <laughs> yeah, there's always there's always somebody there's always players I don't like in a draft, and sometimes I'm right, and uh, sometimes I'm very wrong. So you know, <laughs> I like it. Though. I agree. I think Aiden Hutchinson is the pick at number one. Yeah. Uh, then uh, and I, you know, so that's what I think is going to happen. And then my pick would be Hutchinson or one of the tackles. Or if they wanted to take Kayvon Thibodeau, I'd be okay with that too. Uh, the defensive and, and from Oregon, uh, I have Thibodeau going to Detroit at two. Uh, I just think he's too talented to pass up. Like he's he he profiles just as athletic and just as prominent as Trayvon Walker. He's more scheme uh-huh. versatile. I think he can play uh, standing up or put his hand in the dirt. I think he could even play a little bit of three technique if you have to in a pitch on passing downs. Uh, I just I just love him. He's too talented to pass up. I don't think they'll use another premium pick on a defensive back. They brought in Jeff Akuda just a couple years ago. He's coming off an injury. I think that they want to beef up that defensive line. I think they need a pass rusher. Uh, he'll pair really, really, really well with the Aquaros who they've got. Um, I just think this is the best pick for them. And so I, if I'm Detroit... I, I, I'm not even really considering anything other than one of the pass rushers. And I think yeah. that they ultimately decide Thibodeau is, is the better prospect. And I, so they could go Trevon Walker. They could go sauce Gardner. If I'm them, I take Kevon Thibodeau. So they yes, I think that makes sense. Um, they can't take sauce Gardner. Cause I want sauce Gardner to be a jet, make, but make that happen in your mind. That's, that's I, where <laughs> I have him. I got it. There we go. <laughs> So there's two things I want, and I want Evan Neal to be a Panther. So if you need to make some adjustments, I, I, I that's where I have him. <laughs> Listen, we're the same person. We're, we're, we're here. Doing good. We're doing good. Um, <laughs> I know Lions fans. So I, I'm, I'm mocking and projecting Kayvon Thibodeau. If I were making the pick, I would pick Thibodeau, or I might take Garrett Wilson if I'm Detroit. And I know there's a stigma mm. with Detroit taking receivers, but they really could use a receiver. <laughs> And, and Garrett Wilson's a really good receiver prospect. So um, he's I'd your be top okay receiver on the board. Yeah, because of Jameson Williams' injury. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why. Uh, he he. If if Jameson Williams didn't tear up his knee in uh in the in the in the national championship game, then I would be uh very much with no qualms. Jameson Williams would be my number one receiver on the board. But uh, because yeah. of that, because he might not play next year. Um, I have him sliding. So, Makes uh, sense. three is Houston. Houston. A lot of people have them taking tackle. Um, I actually think their tackles aren't bad. Um, yeah. I think that they really need to replace JJ Watt. They haven't replaced JJ Watt as a pass rushing yeah. presence, and so I have them taking Trevon Walker. That's where that I makes have, sense. Yeah. First three picks. Wow. Defensive end. First three. Yeah. Picks. That, that's where the talent is in this draft. Um. I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to go with the best defensive end, the guy that falls in this situation. And maybe they go tackle. If I were making the pick, I would probably take Sauce Gardner or or the ta- or a tackle. That's probably what I would do. But if I, I were them, I'd take a go tackle. I, I think I'd take a tackle. And, and, and again, I think, I think we said this last week. It depends on whether or not they're committing to Davis Mills. And uh, it doesn't sound like they are married to the idea. Yeah, I think with me, you know, they've got, 
you know, their offensive line underperformed as a unit last year, but I think that it's talented. Like Laramie Tunsil and Titus yeah. Howard, I think yeah, they're fine. Those are good guys. I don't think they're bad tackles. So Titus Howard's know, my guy. Meanwhile, you don't have a pass rusher. You really don't. <laughs> so yeah. so I think bringing in a pass rusher is more to what you want to do. I think they're going to try to beef up the defensive side of the ball because that's where the talent is. And I think Nick Casario is going to see that to the general manager. Lovey Smith is the new head coach. Uh, he's a defensive-minded guy. I, I think that they're going to try to remake their defense and we're going to get to their uh, uh, pick 13 as well, which is going to be uh, continuing that theme. So, uh, Trevon Walker, I think whichever pass rusher falls is who's there, but I might, I might take the tackle. I might take sauce Gardner just because I, I'm not a Trevon Walker guy. <laughs> You're not. You're not. And I love me some, I love sauce, sauce Gardner. That's my guy. Love him. And I have him going next to the jets at four. Uh, great, great corner. He's long and sticky and I like long I'm sticky corners. I was watching something I was talking, or reading something on Twitter that was basically recounting the history in the, in recent NFL history of cornerbacks drafted in the top five and they all seem to pan out normally <laughs> yeah they're usually pretty good they're normally um, pretty good usually pretty good uh you know i i i i i'm gonna toot my own horn i'm usually pretty good on corners um greedy williams i liked more than he's turned out now he's been hurt so, yeah, yeah, yeah um, he, he's had he's had a lot of injuries but I, we, we were high on him he, he's probably the only corner recently that i really liked that didn't pan out um I guess Prince of Mukamara is the last one that, that I really Prince liked. That but everybody loved him. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Sauce Gardner, uh, I think he's almost as good of a prospect as Patrick Sertain was last year. Um, Sertain, I, I think, is a little more uh, technical. I think he's going to be, uh, I, I think Sertain had, has, a, has a higher floor going in than what sauce Gardner does I think it is possible sauce Gardner gives up too many big plays and struggles but I think ultimately uh -huh. he's long he's sticky he's got makeup speed I think he's I think he's a, an elite covered corner and I think he's going to solidify that spot for the Jets Jets need a corner that makes perfect sense to me uh, the, 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 and, and that's the, what the, I would do also so they um it's what I'm projecting and it's what I would would do if I were them it's the should will Yep, should well. <laughs> uh, Giants, to me, this is the dream scenario. They get their pick of the tackles. They should take a tackle. They need a tackle. Uh, Ikem Ikwonu from uh, NC State is the guy I have them picking. It's, it's my should will there. Giants, expect them to take whatever tackles on the board because that's what they need, and that's where the yeah. talent is. Yeah, they uh, desperately, desperately need a tackle. And they should take any of the the is. Would you consider it Charles Cross in the top three of those guys? Is he uh, the? So I would say like there's tier one in this class, which is Equonu and Evan Neal, and then like and then, tier one B is Charles Cross. So you would so he's a, the net. You would say a slight level down. Okay, I'd say he's a slight level down, but like a significant level up uh, from Trevor from Penning, the next who's the, who's the fourth. Okay. So. okay. Okay. That's what I would say. And I have all so three you, of them going top 10. So what you're saying to the Panthers is, look, there's three elite guys. Take one of them. Take one of them. Take one of them. <laughs> now, if, you, if you're Carolina, if you want to trade down, trade down. That's fine. Get, get more picks. You need more picks. You don't have any day two picks. Like, that's fine. But don't take a quarterback at six Carolina. Evan Neal's sitting right there. Take Evan Neal. If Evan Neal's gone, take Charles Cross. Like, take a tackle because you need a tackle. <laughs> Evan Neal is who I want for the Panthers. That's who I want. Yeah. Don't reach Carolina. And Carolina historically hasn't reached. They've been pretty good. They've been good at drafting. So I, I don't think 
you see Malik Willis here. I just don't think. Yeah, I was um about a month ago. I was all aboard the like right around the the combine. I was all aboard the Malik Malik Willis yeah uh, train, but I've 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 since gotten my ticket off, and I was like, look, if you can get him at twenty, sure. But he but if he's there at twenty, we. Uh, I feel like someone's gonna trade up and get him. See, that's the thing, and I didn't do trades in my mock, but like that that. There's always trades, and there's going to be, you know, Carolina is a prime trade down because they don't have uh, day two picks. Some something to watch here. Green Bay has a lot of picks, and yeah, and they're they're at, you know, <laughs> they're at twenty two. They're at twenty two and twenty eight, and they need a receiver, right? Um, yeah, Carolina might that that's a really good fit. Like you trade twenty two and twenty eight, and maybe a third to move up to number six and take Garrett Wilson. And then Carolina sits there in the twenties, and they could probably still get Kenny Pickett, and probably get still Pickett, get, yeah. and probably still get an offensive lineman or a linebacker or somebody like that. So, um, see, I, li- and I, I, like I, I don't, I don't hate that, uh-huh. but if I'm the Panthers, I just, I just take the elite tackle, take your top five pick you're going to get next year, and go get your quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably what I do. Let let's let Sam Darnold have his last hurrah, get his money. <laughs> His last career as an NFL starter. His last yep. year as an NFL starter. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I wouldn't I, I, hate I, the moving back, but I, th- that's probably what I would do. If they could move back and get a legit package, um, you know, like three picks, like move back, stay in the first round, and get pick up at least two day two picks, like then, yes. I'm, then I'm on board for moving back because you, you, you have needs. Carolina has needs, and you're not going to be able to yeah, fill them all. They have so. n- yeah, not having any day two picks really hurts them. Um, I didn't real didn't realize that at the time when they traded all those picks away. <laughs> but they have no pick. They have no second or third round pick. Um. Yeah. So so and, so that's isn't like, Thursday but, four, five, and six, or is or is the day day three is rounds four, five, and six and seven. Yeah. And seven. Yeah, I forgot about seven. Day sorry, two is, sorry, round seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Round seven's over there just being like, screw you, Dwayne. <laughs> sorry, sorry, round seven. <laughs> screw you, buddy. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I've got Carolina taking of a deal. If they stay put, I, I think they do. I think that's what they do if they stay put. I think they take one of those tackles because it's the biggest need. It's the talent. It, it, it's, it's too good of a fit here. So I think so, too. That's, that, that's, what, I, that's what I hope happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you uh, never know with that team. Yeah, right. But that's what I hope happens. Giants back on the clock at seven. This is interesting. We've got two uh top ten picks for the Giants, two top ten picks for the Jets, which is interesting. Yeah. Um Giants, uh Kyle Hamilton is where I have them go. I think they they can just go best player available. Uh I wouldn't yeah. wouldn't shock me to see them go Garrett Wilson, the receiver, or maybe Jermaine I Johnson. Was, so. I was gonna say what about Jameson Williams there? Oh, I, I'd be fine with Jamison Williams. Um, I, I, I would be fine with Williams or Wilson or Jermaine Johnson, the, the, the pass rusher from Florida State. I really like him. Uh, you could see corner here, Derek Stingley from LSU or maybe Trent McDuffie from Washington, who I don't love. But, uh, but Kyle Hamilton is ultimately the best player on the board. They have a hole at safety. Uh, so that's what I have. This is also a prime trade down spot because the Giants have a lot of holes. Uh, if somebody wants to come up, and get ahead of Atlanta to take Garrett Wilson, this would be a good spot. Green Bay. <clears throat> Green Bay, yeah. Yeah, Green Bay. <laughs> uh, we, we know 
what's going to happen with Green Bay. So what's going to happen? They're going to stay. They're going to stand pat, or they're going to trade down, and they're going to take uh, two def- two defensive players. <laughs> they have to take a, a wide receiver. No, not not on day one. They won't. I just I, I they won't. You don't I think don't, so? I don't. It's one of those things. I'll believe it when I see it. When it happens, I'll believe it. So um. Are we are we going to talk about or I don't want to interrupt your mock that we got going, but are we going to talk Debo Samuel? We can talk Debo and, Samuel and whether or not whether or not this is real because part of me is starting to think that this isn't real. <laughs> so he he supposedly has asked for a trade. I'm done uh-huh. trying to guess if these things are real because they're all <laughs> everywhere, right? Um. If I'm the 49ers, I completely understand being hesitant to extend him. He's coming off one good year. I like him. Yeah. Big talent. Uh, was injured a lot his second year. Nicked up his rookie year. Last year, nicked up, although he played. Uh, played all year, but had, you know, played a little nagging there at the end of the season. Um, He wants Christian Kirk money. And... Uh, <laughs> It's it's actually getting outdated because so many receivers have have gotten. Uh, I don't, everyone's gotten more. every yeah. every new wide receiver that gets a contract is the new highest paid receiver. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's not. It's still funny. It's, it's still it's, it's, it's like still funny. it's like it's like in the NBA. It's, you can still say Evan Turner money or Bismack yeah. Biombo money. It's still yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I just don't think you give him Christian Kirk money. I just I you know I, I'm kind of at a point with receiver like we're in the third consecutive draft where the wide receiver class is wildly thick and we're seeing yeah. rookie wide receivers make an impact as rookies we're seeing this yeah. regularly and i just i don't want to pay 25 27 million a year for a receiver i just don't want to do it and especially a guy coming off a rookie deal coming off one good season like dk metcalf aj brown Debo Samuel, yeah. like they want these trade. I'm not trading for those guys. If I'm any team, if I'm Green Bay or whatever, because this is a good receiver draft. You you see rookies do well. If you're Green Bay, you want to give up assets to go pay Debo Samuel twenty five million a year. I don't want to do that. I'd rather just draft a receiver in this draft, hope it pans out. Like I just don't. See, the, I don't see know. And this is and this is why I brought it up because you brought up Green Bay, potentially uh, someone maybe moving up. And I think if anyone's going to move up there, it could be Green Bay to go get a wide receiver. And you're saying yeah. you don't think they take one in the first round. Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm being a little facetious. I don't have them taking one in the first round because I they, they have holes on the defensive side of the ball, and they just historically yeah. uh, prioritize defense. It's just what they do. So I think that there's Green Bay has to come out of next week with, with at least one wide receiver. Yeah, and I think this the- class is thick enough that they can get them in the second round. Okay, that's fair. They they have to take somebody. <laughs> yeah, I think I think or trade for is, trade yeah. for someone or draft someone something. They have to get a wide receiver. Yeah, I I agree, and I think they will. I just think it. I think it comes on day two. That's what I think. Yeah, you just don't think that they uh they pony up for Debo Samuel, which I which is fair. I I don't now now the Chiefs the Chiefs seem a little more likely to do that, but they just oh, got yeah. picks to ship away Tyreek Hill probably based on money and Andy Reid said obviously you don't replace Tyreek Hill he wasn't citing Tyreek Hill but he said he views receiver as kind of replaceable in this offense so um oof I so their appetite to move assets to pay Debo Samuel I don't know you know I think it's more likely we see a team like the Jets or the Giants or something like that 
Yeah, um, I was going to say, now that's interesting because those are the, whenever I saw the Debo Samuel thing, I was like, those are the first two teams that popped in my mind. Jets, Giants. It's like, yeah, no, uh, Packers City, and Green Chiefs. Bay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's like, the need. Those are the, they both those teams need a receiver, and both those teams could make the Super Bowl next year. Yeah. So I thought, like, that makes sense to maybe take a swing. But, you know, those two come in. Yeah, I'm not saying they this. should. I'm just saying that it feels giancy and jetsy. It just feels that way, you know? I also, I think, I, 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 you know what I think happens? Nothing. I, I think, I think San Francisco pays Debo Samuel. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. And there's rumors he doesn't want to play running back anymore, which I don't understand. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I, I get heard. that. I do get that. Yeah. You get that? You just, you just the wear and tear? Yeah. If I was okay. him, I would want to take those hits. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I get him not wanting to take that punishment. I get it. <laughs> it's time for uh, my five-year-old to go to school. So if you hear screaming okay. and, yeah. and, and a ruckus in the background. It's, then, the, uh, it's time for the, the, the daily wailing. Yes, the daily wailing. <laughs> yeah. I, I Listen, I have two of those here. I have that as well. <laughs> Um, so uh, number eight, Atlanta, I have them taking Garrett Wilson. Uh, it, I think he's the best player available at a position of need. So it makes sense to me. Um, they need a receiver. That makes sense. That's why I think if somebody wants Garrett Wilson and I could see them taking Drake London, if they like him better, or, um, maybe Chris Alave, if they like him better, um, maybe Jamison Williams thinking to themselves, we're not competing this year. We can wait a year and I'm okay with that. But so what's our, what's our thought about their approach? What are they doing at, at quarterback? I don't think they'd take one here at eight, but this is interesting. I think we'll see a day two quarterback go to Atlanta. Okay. That makes sense. Um, The guy I would love to see Atlanta grab on day, you might even be able to get him day three is Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati. I just feel like he fits there really, really well. So, and I think he needs a little time. So, uh, you know, day two sometime, Desmond Ritter makes a lot of sense to me there in Atlanta. That makes sense. I, I, I would be fine with them taking a day two, day three guy. Uh. Maybe trade back, but yeah, I like, I, yeah, get, get the wide receiver. That's a, that's a real need, need of, a position of need for them. Yeah, I'm good with best, that. best player available at a position need. Uh, this is another spot, wouldn't shock me, Jermaine Johnson, pass rusher from Florida State, and you're going to hear me say his name a lot over the next few picks, uh, but he's another <laughs> guy that. Because <laughs> he's a guy that should go everywhere, but he's going to end up following like, the Washington. Yeah, I, I've got him 12 to Minnesota, but I think, I think that honestly, makes sense. Any, any of yeah. these picks could take him. He's really good. He's the best uh, pass rusher left on the board. He's the last of the, of this top group of pass rushers. I have him ranked higher than Trevon Walker, but uh, those four are, are the consensus guys. Jermaine Johnson, he, he may not fall out of the top 10. He definitely won't fall out of the top 15. Like he's really good. Okay. So, uh, and then Seattle, I, People have Seattle taking a quarterback. I don't think so. I think they're going to go in with Drew Locke. I think, again, we might see a day two, day three guy come in. But I, they're they're sitting here. They need a tackle. Charles Cross is there. I don't see why they wouldn't yeah. take Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. Charles Cross is still on the board. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. So three tackles in the top ten. I think that's what you see happen. And uh, Charles Cross, wow. you know, some people three. have Evan Neal dropping, which if Carolina – goes quarterback which i don't think will happen but if that happened maybe neil drops uh but i think seattle takes cross you've got in the top nine picks you've got three tackles and three defensive end i do you can see you can see where i think the strength of this draft is <laughs> it's on the line it's not it's not up front yeah uh seattle i will say with seattle i'm gonna be wrong because they always yeah. take they always their first round but now we haven't seen them pick like top 10 in a long time but yeah. 
but they always take somebody that like I'm like really like it's always this... a reach and it's always somebody I don't know. so I who I'm knows gonna... like they they might take they might take Jameson Williams who knows <laughs> I don't think this this honestly realistically might be a Mal- the, the the overreach from Malik Willis it's possible uh it's very possible and I kind of like that fit although um because he can he can he can be groomed. Uh, they won't ask yeah. him to do too much right away. So I kind of like the fit. The line has got to be fixed, though. They got to do something with yeah. that line. Yeah. And, and you're right. So to me, it's cross. But you're right. This it's is a, the wild card. Seattle a, could do anything. It's a problem. Their line is a problem, and it's been a problem. Yeah. They like, could also so trade not... down. They could also trade down. Seattle likes to acquire more more picks. So um, also very, very possible. Uh, the Jets, I have them taking Drake London here, receiver from USC. I don't really like Drake London. I think he's fine, but, um, people love him. So that's what I have. I would take Jameson Williams here. Uh, you know, cause and I just think let he's him the sit. better receiver. Yeah. That's what I would do. <laughs> they've got Corey Davis. They've got, um, Elijah Moore. So they, they've got receivers. So, uh, I, I think building around and helping oh. Zach Wilson is great. But uh, Jameson Williams, I just, th- I would just take the talent over him. Now I, I might even take Chris Olave. Um, because he'll take the top off the defense a little better than Drake London does. But if they want a big possession receiver and they like Drake London, I don't have a problem with that. I would take Williams. That's that's he's just too good. Williams is just so good. So so good. You don't need him right now. <laughs> Let's just let him sit for a year. Next year you got your whatever you. We we had this argument last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what I I think that makes sense. I said Jermaine Johnson's going to be come up a lot. Uh, this is also where like I start saying every pick, Jamison Williams, Jamison Williams. So, <laughs> <laughs> and this is with the Jets. This is also Jermaine Johnson, J- Jamison Williams. One of these guys is probably who I would take instead. Uh, but I I feel like Drake London is getting enough buzz that this is a natural spot for him. It, it just makes sense to me. But uh, but Jermaine Johnson, Jamison Williams, those are the two picks at this point in the draft that I'm going to be saying every team should take. Yeah. Jermaine, Jermaine Johnson. So where do you have Johnson going, where you say? 12. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yep. I've got him okay. 12 to Minnesota. And I've got Jameson Williams lasting all the way to 19 going to New Orleans. That's where I'm 19? Why yeah. would you send him to New Orleans? What are you doing? How are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How you dare ne- you? You never know. I mean, there's lots of good spots for him, right? Um, which we'll talk about. But uh, but that's where I have a win. Uh, Washington at 11, uh, another spot. Jameson Williams, I'm good. Jermaine Johnson, I'm good. Although they've put a lot into pass rusher. Uh, Derek Stingley makes a lot of sense here. They need a corner. Uh, I think that Ron Rivera can get the most out of him because uh, he's he's a little of a projection. He was really good, and then he got hurt, and now we're not sure if he's going to be really good again, uh, the corner from LSU. But he, if he hadn't got hurt, he'd be right up there with Sauce in consideration mm. for the cornerback one of this class. Yeah. So I think Rivera will be able to do a lot with him. So I have him going 11 to Washington. I don't think he makes it out, out of the top 15. Washington is an interesting team. They should, they should, they should take. I, 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 that's where I want Jermaine Johnson. Yeah, the thing is, they put so much into it. Like Chase Young, Montez Sweat. Like they've put a lot of draft capital into pass rushers in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Throw him in there. Why not? I like Jameson Williams here too. But you know, pair McCorn. James Williams makes somebody. sense there too. Yeah. Yeah. Who's their quarterback? Carson. Carson. Yosemite Wentz. Wentz, Wentz. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it feels like, didn't they get somebody? 
Yeah. It's hard to remember what happened. Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was, that's that right. Like right, 17, right. That was like 17 quarterback trades ago. So. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. No, see, I kind of want them to get someone for this year. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Don't take Williams. Yeah, like they need, they need an Olave. guy. Yeah, Chris Olave yeah. works. He's another Ohio State guy. Pair him up with McCorn. I like that. Uh, I have to tell you, I'm sorry if I felt if I'm a little distracted. Can I tell you what I just saw? What just happened? Sure. I'm sorry. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets fired James Borrego. Oh, so I'm sorry. I was a little distracted. <laughs> sure. No, that's fine. That's fine. You seemed a little quieter than usual. Sorry. Sorry. That's why if you heard me go, oh, that's what it was. <laughs> so what? What? What's your take on this? I get it. I completely get it, man. Like I, I'm not. I don't think Borrego was the reason that that team, that that team like suffered the way they have the last two years. But two straight seasons where that team was, you know, at the All Star break in the contention for the four seed, and then Gordon Hayward gets hurt, and the team completely falls all the way to the ten seed and gets blowed out in the play in game. Yeah, that 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 type of performance two years in a row costs your job. Yeah, I think that's like, fair. It's, that, that's not, I mean, that, that, I, I, it's not to say I don't think Borrego's a good coach. I do think he's a good coach. He has bumped heads with LaMelo. He's bumped heads with uh, James Booknight for not playing James Booknight enough. So I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not crying for James Borrego here, but <laughs> I, 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 I do I, two things. We're not going to talk about this long. I will say, I do think that he was, that the team had a ceiling with him as coach. I will say that. And I will say that I don't think a new coach without drastic changes to the construction of the team is going to do a ton better than Borrego did. I think yeah. both of those things can be true. Uh, the team needs a five desperately. Desperately needs a five. Listen, Carl Anthony Towns. Listen, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> it's weird the way that my burp sounds like I'm saying Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I'm working on that. Um, but um, I, I want them to hire Terry Stotts. That's what I want them to do. That makes sense. Yeah, we can. Terry, listen, Terry Stotts is not a bad coach. He's a good coach. <laughs> I think. I think if anything, if the Blazers' season this year has taught us anything, it's that Terry Stotts is a really good coach. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if it's taught you anything, is that maybe Terry Stotts wasn't the only problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say for Portland though, like it probably was time to it move was on probably from Terry Stotts. Yeah, it was probably yeah. time. It was but probably I, time. But I do but think he's, there is, he's not a bad coach, though. Yeah, and there is something to be said that most of the Blazers' starters, when they moved on to other teams, weren't starters. Mm, that's a very good point. I think it's worth noting. Just worth noting. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. If I, I was a little, I'm, I'm back. I was distracted for a minute because I was like, holy crap. <laughs> that's okay. We're cruising through the mock. We're doing good. We might get a little further than usual. Sometimes we, uh, I think one year we only made it through like nine picks. So <laughs> yeah, we, we, I remember that year. We were like, Brandon, we've been talking for 45 minutes. We're on pick seven. <laughs> yeah. It was probably just me lamenting Baker Mayfield for 30 minutes. <laughs> um, Baker is another guy I wanted to mention. We're talking about these teams that need quarterbacks, but don't, uh, but probably won't draft one. Um, we had talked about, I think I mentioned the, the Panthers potentially trading for Baker. Do you think one of these teams that Baker, one, gets moved at some point next week, and two, like, takes one of these teams out of here that, you know, we think and may take a quarterback in the first round off the board? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think Baker gets moved. <laughs> um, 
I, you know, there's a lot of rumors that like nobody wants him and things like that. I think ultimately, if Baker doesn't get moved, the Browns are stupid. I, I, I'm, and I'm sorry well, to say that. But yeah, he's ultimately, yeah, he's definitely. If they can't, they can't just outright cut him, right? Yeah, there's too um, much money on the on the on him. Yeah, I, that, I just, right? and he's not showing up, and they've they've alienated him. And he's uh, not helped in that category. I'll just say, um, <clears throat> I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm Team Baker here, but um, yeah, if I was Baker, I'd be pretty furious. But yeah, so <laughs> but I, 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 I get so it. I, I get it. But I'm talking I'm, specifically next week. Do you think he gets moved? Like, I, I, he definitely will not be on that team by the time training camp starts. Yeah. Do, so, do you think that pre-drafts a move happens? So I, I think probably draft night. You think so? That's what I'm guessing. If they cut him, they eat 18 million against the cap. If they trade yeah, him, yeah, they're not going to do that. If they trade him, they save all that money. So, uh, according to over the cap, so yeah, I think he gets moved. Now the question is, is what's the package? And I feel like Seattle or Carolina makes so much sense. And the, another team that makes sense to me. And it's 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 going to determine it's going to be de- determined what Cleveland has to settle for as a return because I mm-hmm. think his value is plummeted based on the fact that everyone thinks they need to trade him. I kind of want to see him in Tampa. Ooh, and I know that's a little weird and a little a little nobody's really talking about him in Tampa, but Tampa has Blaine Gabbert, Kyle Trask, and Ryan Griffin behind Tom Brady. And it depends, I guess, on what they think of Kyle Trask. But they don't have a succession plan in place. And Tom Brady yeah. already retired once. you got to think he's going to retire next year. And I know, I know, you never know. He might play another 20 years. <laughs> but you got to think so, right? I, I, think, I think that bringing in Baker Mayfield, letting him sit behind Brady for a year and then take over in Tampa is the best succession play in Tampa could have and might not be bad for Baker. Baker might be able to buy into I'm sitting behind Tom Brady for a year. It's Tom Brady. And then I take over. Like, I feel like that's kind of a happy compromise for Baker. Does that make sense? I think that all depends on what Cleveland's asking for. That's the thing. It's going to come down to asking price, right? Yeah, because I, I love that move. That makes mm-hmm. all the sense in the world. I don't know if I'm if I'm the if I'm the Bucks though, and I'm trying to win the Super Bowl this year, which they are. It, it would depend on how much I'm willing to give up for Brady's succession plan. You that's know what I mean? the thing. And if it's a third round pick, I think that's what makes sense. Yeah, could they get more? Could they get a second though? I've, Depends on who, I guess. It just, That's it all the just depends. That's the Carolina doesn't have a second to give. Carolina doesn't have a second. And Seattle Seattle's probably I, not doing that. I think Seattle is just going in with luck. Or Locke. Lock. I think that's what yeah, with Drew Locke. I now maybe not, but I just uh I don't know. Seattle seems like the the right spot based on picks and based on available picks and and, and need. Um but Seattle doesn't really do what you expect them to do, so I don't know. Uh, now I will say Seattle <laughs> runs the type of offense that Baker would do well in. Like it, you hand the ball off, you capitalize off play action. You've got good, yeah. uh, you know, DK Metcalf running downfield, Tyler Lockett. Like, like Baker has an arm. Um, we, we all forget that Baker was very hurt last year and shouldn't have played. <laughs> That seems to be the thing that no one wants to mention when they talk about how bad he was last year. He was hurt all year. He, his shoulder was very hurt. Very hurt. Right. 
<laughs> all season. It's like, and this is, and it's funny. We we're so weird on this show because it's like we always like for whatever reason we always seem to to go the opposite direction. It's Anne Hathaway. It's Anne Hathaway. It's the Anne Hathaway. It's like because we've never really. I've I've always been a bigger bigger banger guy than you. We've never been big on Baker. No. But now that everyone's going the other way and calling him trash, it's like, well, he's not trash. Well, and this is this is the this is the thing. This is our culture, though. Everyone's either amazing or trash, and you and I just aren't those people. That's not who we are. He's not trash, guys. Yeah. Like, let's relax. So if you rank like, him, if you rank him a six out of ten, and consensus has him as a ten out of ten, you're gonna sound like you right. hate him. If but, right. but when it flips to one out of ten, you're like, hey, <laughs> he's still a six. <laughs> yeah, he's still a six. Like <laughs> he's got 100%. upside. There's things to like. I just, uh I love up. him, and I love, I love that for Tampa. I don't love that. It, it would just, like I said, just depends on what Tampa has to give up. I wouldn't give up anything too much. Just deal with, deal with. At this point, Tampa, you're just married to Tom Brady. Yeah, it's just you're, you're at Tom Brady's whim, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's he he's kind of become the LeBron, right? Like it's, right. It's, it's like you just kind of have to do what he wants at this. Yeah, point. you do what he wants. That's it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if I'm if I'm Cle- if Cleveland doesn't move him though, then I I just I don't I don't know what they're doing. You got to get some sort of asset. the The value of Baker Mayfield isn't going up from here on. Um, I you signed you already signed a backup, so you signed Jacoby Brissett. Uh, yep. So it's it's not like you expected him to be your backup behind Deshaun Watson. I just don't. I don't understand what they're doing if they don't move him. They're probably just waiting for a package, and I think it happens yeah. draft night. I think ultimately it happens draft night. Yeah, I I think it definitely just seems like they're trying to figure out what the value is, and 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 what they can actually get. There's just no way. There's just no way that he that he he goes back to that locker room. You just you can't. <laughs> there's you just, just can't. There's no way. He's not sitting behind Deshaun. Why did you sign? Why did you sign Jacoby Brissett? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. Doesn't make any sense. So he's definitely not coming back. I just, I, I just, I, I kind of just, you know, a little curious about when it happened. Yeah. Uh, I think we That's see the- day, day two. I think we see Baker get moved. Day two. Yep, that's what hmm. I think. I think day two okay. we see Baker get moved. Um, so twelve, I, I have Minnesota taking Jermaine Johnson. Uh, that yep. just best player available. Um, that that's it. Uh. I you might see Devin Lloyd here. Devin Lloyd, the ta- the linebacker from Utah. Um, a lot of people have Lloyd and the Kobe Dean, the linebacker from Georgia, who are the, the two creme de la creme of linebackers in this draft. A lot of people have them slipping. I think because they are the only two linebackers, I think we see them mid-first round. But I, I think ultimately Minnesota will take the pass rusher. He's the best player there. They do need a pass rusher. That's what makes the most sense to me. Who are your two linebackers again, Sam again? Uh, Devin Lloyd from Utah and the Kobe Dean from yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah, those yeah. guys—they're not traditional mics, but they—but um, they're both really good. So, uh, so I have them going in the teens because I think I just think they do. But they could slip. Everybody has them slipping to the late twenties. I just think that positional need will push them up the board a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh Houston. The Panthers to get a linebacker too. I just wonder, he, this is just all just like what can we get the Panthers? Let's the pr- the, the Panthers problem with the Panthers is they have one pick. That's the problem. With yeah, the they have no. They have no freaking thank you. Yeah, they sorry, have, bud. One, one, they have one real pick. Yeah. Well, it's not, round three is the round of, of 
you get guys in the on day three as well, but you do. No you day, do. no day, no day two pick really hurts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because usually you build, you're building on day two a lot. So yeah, one, you're getting the guy that's gonna do the interviews. On two, you get, you're getting guys that are gonna start. Those are yeah. starters for you that you're hoping yeah. for. Um, thirteen is my favorite pick in the draft. Oh, I like it. Let's go. And I'm excited about this. It's, it's Houston's second pick. They take Jordan Davis, defensive tackle from Georgia. Um, okay. <laughs> He might not make it there. I know you're laughing because my favorite pick is defensive tackle. So <laughs> yeah, it's um, just like this is this is just the most Brandon pick of all time as his, <laughs> as his favorite pick in the draft. I thought you were going to do say something crazy. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, this this pick to me makes more sense than any other pick in the draft. Right? They they go pass rusher at three because everybody wants them to go tackle or is talking quarterback or receiver things like that. Like Houston, this is Lovey Smith. Okay. Right, like, it Lovey is. Lovey Smith is there. They have massive needs on the defensive side of the ball, right? Uh, to me, you revamp your defensive um, line with, uh, you know, Trevon Walker and and Jordan Davis from the 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 guys from Georgia. Bring the band back together in Houston. Uh, Jordan Davis. <laughs> Jordan Davis is a really good nose tackle. He's he's a phenomenal nose tackle. Also, can get a little bit of pass rush, which if you can get a guy who eats space, stops the run, and can rush the passer at nose tackle, I, I think you do that. And Jordan Davis is far and away the best defensive tackle in this draft, uh, and I think that Houston would love to take him here. He and he and Trevon Walker would be a nice uh, way to revamp that defensive line that has lost a lot of talent in the last couple of years. Mm. I think that this. I love the way you approach building teams because you always approach building from the line out i do <laughs> and this, and this would be a good school. way yeah this is just how you've always been this way and i think this makes perfect sense i'm on board yeah there, there i thought you consistencies with me like like i thought you, you were gonna i thought you were gonna say something crazy about like taking a you know a trade or a wide or a quarterback or something crazy he's nah. like this is my favorite pick in the draft like no defensive tackle yeah very yeah much that makes sense <laughs> that makes sense um <laughs> 14 Baltimore this this is a prime trade down spot right because Baltimore yeah, has yeah. some holes they they're very much in the in the position where they can take best player available they could use offensive line uh interior offensive line but it's a little early I this is a spot where if somebody wants one of the quarterbacks and wants to get ahead of Pittsburgh like at 20 this makes a ton of sense so yeah I bet Baltimore trades down I bet they do but so so um, that's what you're predicting. I, I, so I'm, I didn't do trades, but I'm saying this is a spot like I'm, I'm oh, picking okay. it, but it's, it's, I'm picking it with a grain of salt because I think Baltimore ultimately trades down, gets more picks and then attacks the interior offensive line or takes best player available. Baltimore is really good at taking the guy who shouldn't be on the board. It's something they're really good at. So, this, so you're, this, this is potentially the, we're at, this is the point in the draft where all the teams that want a quarterback are like, Hey, I think so. We're at 14 here. Pittsburgh is like, uh, well, first of all, someone has to unblock all of Baltimore's phone numbers from all of our phones because yeah, yeah. it's blocked in the entire building. No one can call Baltimore. <laughs> so we have someone got a cell phone. We have to call. This What's is this also, number? This is also a spot where you might want to get ahead of Philly, ahead of New Orleans for a receiver, right? Because Philly, New Orleans yeah. are probably both looking at receivers. So it's also a spot there. Um, or somebody who needs to tackle Trevor Penning is the last 
first round graded tackle on the board so this might be a spot there I could see Baltimore taking penning but I I think Baltimore trades if I were betting on a trade spot this would be the spot I'd bet uh but for now I haven't taking Trent McDuffie the corner out of Washington uh just because I think they go secondary yeah I think they go secondary or interior offensive line so that that's where I think they go if they stay put but I don't think they stay put who's the next uh, uh defensive end on your board uh, the next defensive end on my board is George Karlaftis from Purdue. He's versatile. Okay. Uh, you know, I think he's fine here, but I think Baltimore has other needs. I think they have bigger needs in the secondary. Corner. Um, yeah. yeah, corner. And then interior offensive line. I think they need a guard. Uh, we'll see if they, they're sold on their center position. Patrick McCarry and Tristan Cohen-Castillo. I, I, I don't think they're set at center but they might think they are. We'll see if Ronnie Stanley can come back from injury. Ronnie Stanley doesn't seem... He may he might not be the same guy, so they might go Trevor Penning and think that they need a new tackle. It's very possible, but uh, but I think I think O line or corner is where you see Baltimore go if they stay, honestly, or if they trade. So I, I, that seems like a trade to me. You're right. It seems like that seems like a, a spot where someone moves up to get a quarterback. Yeah. I just I, mean, I know that we've talked about this. Like you've got I think only one quarterback going in the first. I just don't think there's any if, if there's anything we've seen. <laughs> in the last like five drafts is that quarter quarterbacks are just at a premium now and it's just guys teams just reach on quarterbacks it's just what they do now yeah and you're right and- you're absolutely right and i just couldn't do it i just couldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> i think you are definitely going to see at least two probably three quarterbacks in the first round probably Maybe right more- probably right i just couldn't do it i couldn't do it i think i think we're gonna be in for a long day of people looking at malik willis and looking at kenny pickett being like when are they gonna go like i think that's what we're gonna do but you never know right it's it's um we can see three go in the top 15 like it's it's always possible uh but i do think we're gonna see trades uh involving the quarterback position uh, if that's the case. But, it, you know, as it sits, I have Malik Willis lasting to 20 going to Pittsburgh, and he's the only quarterback in the first. I think what we're more likely to see is them drop, and then we start seeing, like, mid-20s picks being traded down for teams looking up to come up from the second round to get Kenny Pickett, to get guys, to get other quarterbacks. That's that's how that's how I see it happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I still don't know how talent, I feel. I think the talent is too strong at other positions in the top 15. That's the thing. You know? That's it's the just, thing. Like, you're talking. It's hard it's to just make the, that it's argument. Just a, it's, just, it's just about value, though. Like, you can't, like, I understand every team needs a quarterback. You can't win without yeah. a quarterback. I just, I, I hate the idea of teams reaching yeah. or trying to just make something that isn't there. Like, I like Malik Willis, but if you're telling me you can get what could be a, a you know, a potential all pro level tackle for the next decade for you like you can just address quarterback another time yeah. right like you just <laughs> wait until there's a guy there like that you love right that you're in on because you draft a quarterback in the top 15 that's your guy like you need him yeah to be your guy and, and and that's the thing you always say you draft a guy that high you're now committed to that guy for at least three years yeah four like you honestly. have to commit yourself to that guy right um but, and, and and it hurts you I mean, it, it sets your team back when you're wrong. And so I like going and getting your guy. I like taking swings when, when, you, when it makes sense. It just doesn't make sense this year. Yeah, I'm with you, man. But I just, <laughs> just, we, we just, I, we, we are on the same page. 
But I'm just like, you, you, we, you know how this goes. You're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> We're going to be sitting here going, Sam Howell went 22nd? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. As the fifth quarterback? <laughs> that's a, that, he's an end of round two guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through these because we've got nine minutes now. Um, yeah. We're, yeah we've, we've got, where, where did we get to before we started getting 15, 14? 14. 14. We got through pretty 14. Good. So we did good. We did pretty good. Um, so 15 is Philly. Philly has 15 and 18. I have them taking, I think one of those picks is a receiver. I just, I just think that's because, yeah. uh, you know, Jalen Rager has not worked out. Devonte Smith looks really legit, but I think they get another guy to help. Uh, so I have Chris Alave from Ohio state. Uh, he just, he'll juke you out of your socks. Like I think he's a Philly guy. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, so I have him there. Uh, New Orleans, another team. They've got 16 and 19. I think this is possible. You see Malik Willis. You see a quarterback here, but mm. uh, or Kenny Pickett. I think is possible here. But I have them taking Trevor Penning. They need a tackle. They got to replace um, Taron Armstead, who signed with the Dolphins. They need a tackle really bad. Penning from Northern Iowa. He's got holes in his game, uh, but I think that at worst he's a starting right tackle. I think at worst, which they don't need actually, but uh, but I think they'll try him at left tackle. He's got the length. I think you need to work on a little bit of leverage for him to make sure he can hold up in pass protection. But I think he's a good pick, uh, and, and you could also see receiver here for for New Orleans. But um, Chargers at seventeen, I have them taking Devin Lloyd, the linebacker from Utah. I just think it's their biggest need. Um, would also love Jamison Williams here. Like Chargers, Jamison Williams, like yeah. they could let him sit for a year and then they come in next year with Mike Williams, Jamison Williams, and Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert slinging. Like I, I, I really like that. So Jamison Williamson, Jamison Williams really seems like a get out of jail free card and towards the middle of this draft. Like you could just draft him and just like it's like drafting the NBA, drafting a, a guy from overseas. Yeah. And just sitting him for a year or two. <laughs> yeah. Just let him sit for a year and then and then come back. He he fits in all these spots. New Orleans, the Chargers, Philly, like he fits really well. Uh, but Chargers, you know, they've needed a middle linebacker for a while. They lost Kazir White to Philly. Um so I, I think that filling a middle linebacker role with Devin Lloyd, who's a thumper uh, from Utah, I think fits really well. So that's where I have Lloyd going. Uh, Chargers, though, are definitely in a we-can-take-the-best-player-available position. So you can see whoever they have highest on their board makes sense here, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Philly at 18, I have them taking to Kobe Dean. They did bring in Kaiser White. They still need a linebacker. Dean uh, could play well next to White. He can freelance, and that's what he's best at doing. So I, I like that. Uh, then New Orleans, I have taking Jamison Williams at 19, which uh, I think that's enough of a slide. So which going, I, don't, I, 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 I do not appreciate. I'm sorry. We're gonna... <laughs> but they need How a receiver. Um, and Williams, you know, he could be there. Uh, theoretically, Michael Thomas will be back this year. So Jamison Williams gonna, I was I was about to ask, like, uh, is Michael Thomas ever playing again? Like, what's happening with him? We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then I have Malik Willis to Pittsburgh at 20. I think that that's your first, like, legit, that, that definite quarterback spot. Like, it makes sense. That makes perfect sense. 20, take Malik Willis. Let's go. That they, makes sense. They've been scouting all the guys. If, if Willis is gone, I think Kenny Pickett goes here. Uh, so, either way. Um, now, so you think, I, just, you, think, you think Pittsburgh is just taking a quarterback regardless? I think so. If one of those two are there, I think you see go. And I would if I were them. This is a spot I would take Malik Willis. I think it's worth the gamble at 20. I think I'm with. You. I think that's fair. Um, if if both those quarterbacks are gone, 
Tyler Linderbaum, the center from Iowa, is, seems like a Pittsburgh guy. So, uh, New England at 21. Christian Watson seems like the next wide receiver bust for New England. Just feels right. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is going to be? He's the next wide receiver that the media is going to talk about so much that he gets drafted like 15 spots too high in fantasy. Yeah, that's already <laughs> happened. Yeah, it's already happening. That's already happening. <laughs> yeah, he he's another projection guy. North Dakota State, right? Another guy, size, speed, looks the part. Uh, you can make all the excuses about his quarterback play. Uh, the guy didn't produce at North Dakota State, so I'm not buying him as a first round guy. It's just not it. Feels like a New England pick to me. Feels they they usually the last receiver they drafted in the first three rounds that panned out was Dion Branch. So, oof. It just I it it feels like the next bad wide receiver in New England that gets overdrafted in every league. So Christian Watson, uh, I don't love the prospect as a first round. I, I like his I like his ability, his intangibles, right? But as a first round receiver, when there's guys like Sky Moore uh, on the board and Traylon Burks even, who I also have. But, it, you know, th there's better talent at wide receiver available here uh, that's a little more proven. So I'm just going to be wrong on Christian Watson. <laughs> <laughs> you're just okay going in knowing you're wrong. Yep, that's it. Uh, Green Bay, uh, 22. They're not going to like it. George Karlaftis is the best player on the board. He's versatile, helps shore up the defensive line. They need to do that. Green Bay doesn't ever seem to draft the way we expect, so I wouldn't be surprised to see them pass on a receiver. Hmm. Okay, we've if, discussed this. If I'm Green Bay, <laughs> I take either Zion Johnson, the um, hmm. mammoth guard from Boston College, super strong. Uh, I would take him or I would take uh, Sky Moore, the receiver from Western Michigan, who I love and may slip out of the first round. So you like you you like you you really like that guy. You talked about him quite a bit. I, I like those like rugged run after the catch plays with a chip on their shoulder. Like oh yeah, little undersized Steve Smith guy. I like those Steve Smith guys. Like I I, I Debo Samuel is that kind of guy. Like I like those yeah, guys. Those yeah, are guys I like. So. Uh, you know, Sky Moore is that guy for me this year. And we'll see if he pans out. They often don't, but I, I like him a lot. Uh, Arizona 23, Boye Mafe from uh, Minnesota. They got to replace Chandler Jones. They need a pass rusher. He's the best guy on the board. Uh, I think whatever happens here, I think Arizona, it makes sense for them to go pass rusher, whether it's Mafe, who I really like, or David Ajobo from Michigan makes a lot of sense. Uh, might see them kind of reach on Nick Benito from Oklahoma. I like him. Uh, got a great motor. Uh, can actually drop into coverage if they need him to. Arizona likes those guys that kind of do a lot of different things. So that that's a possible dark horse. But to me, Mafe is mm. the best player on the board. Good pass rusher. They got to replace Chandler Jones. That, that it, Arizona pass rusher makes the most sense. Uh, Dallas at 24 takes the best guy on the board. Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle from Georgia, should help everyone around him. It's a position of need. Uh, Dallas Ooh, shores up like the D line. That. Makes sense to me. Uh, you could see receiver here, but I, I think it's I think I think Wyatt the talent gap is too big to pass on Wyatt. Oh yeah, I wouldn't think they go. Uh, yeah. Where did you where did you have Chris Olave go? Uh, Olave had gone to Philly. Philly, oh, Philly at 15. Philly, Philly. Okay. Yep. Philly at 15. Uh, so Dallas, uh, Buffalo, uh, this is, I, I don't know what Buffalo's going to do. Best player available because they, they, don't, they don't really have needs, right? They're right. Just, Buffalo doesn't really need a... anything but could use anything, Yeah. right? Like, it's like, sure. Pretty we'll take, much. We'll take another, another corner, sure. Pretty much. So um, they, they don't really have a good guard. Um, you, you, Cody Ford might 
developed there, but they've already moved him from tackle and he struggled there. And then he struggled at guard last year. Uh, so I, I have them taking uh, the next best guard on my board, which is Kenyon Green, the guard from Texas A&M. Uh, yeah, I that think, works. But I think they go best player available, whoever they like. Um, maybe Brees Hall might see Brees Hall here which uh the 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 running back which would anger a lot of Devin Singletary fantasy managers but um or Kenneth Walker who's who's a more more of a pure runner uh you know you could see Michigan State Kenneth where they might like Walker better than Hall it's very possible so uh now those guys are one two it's Hall and Walker and then is is the way the running backs go but uh I I don't have them doing that I, I I think I think positional value i think kenyon green uh the guard makes a lot of sense so you know that that that's probably that's where i have them going um he's my second best guard he's a lot of people's number one guard so that's where i am mm. uh but tennessee is another one kind of best player available i have them taking tyler linderbaum the center from iowa they've got ben jones but Jen, ben jones is 32 linderbaum yeah. can play guard while he waits i think that's it's a succession plan they got it they got to shore up the line a little bit since that's what their team does, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, you, um, you would, yeah, you, you need a line if you're going to run Derrick Henry 300 times. Yeah. 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 That's the thing. And he's, you know, Litterbaum's a corn fed Iowa boy. Like he, you know, he's one of those Iowa guys. So he, yeah. Uh, tough run blocker. He's, he's good with that. Uh, Tampa, I have taking Zion Johnson, the best guard on the board, that big guy from Boston College I talked about. Uh, they're another team, doesn't have a lot of needs. They need a guard. They lost uh, They lost uh, Marpet, so they, they need a guard really, really bad. Uh, Zion Johnson makes perfect sense here. Another possible trade down, but that's not really what they've been doing. So uh, so I, I, think, I think that makes it. you got to protect Tom Brady. you got to give him time. So Yeah. Uh, and I'm almost out of time, but only a few more picks. Green Bay, Daxton Hill, safety, <laughs> Michigan. Uh, Green Bay Packers going to be mad that they don't take a receiver here either, but they need a safety, and Daxton Hill is versatile and really good, and I like him, and so I actually would be pumped with Green Bay coming out of this draft with George Karlaftis and Daxton Hill in the first round, and then I think they addressed wide receiver on day two. Sky, Sky Moore is a great, great option for Green Bay in round two. <laughs> I love him on day two. Ooh, that'd be a great pickup. Just a great pickup for Green Bay on day two. Fits fits that team so good. I love it. I know they say they need he, they they uh they need an outside receiver. They could double up. They could double up also. Somebody like Jahan Dotson from uh, Penn State would fit. Uh, Wandale Robinson from Kentucky. I like a lot. There's a lot of good receivers. Alec Pierce from Cincinnati is getting Jordy Nelson count comparisons. Um, I I think that's very generous and kind of because he's white, but still, <laughs> he's he's getting those kinds of comparisons so <laughs> so maybe green bay has the same kind of a uh kind of a feeling i i'm not sure but i think you know again the talent level and the depth in this draft the depth that receiver i think allows them to go after the um the next best best safety on the on the board with Daxon Hill. I think it makes sense. Uh, Kansas City has two picks. I have them taken wide receiver Traylon Burks from Arkansas and Andrew Booth, the corner from Clemson. Uh, those are the two biggest needs on the roster, in my opinion, wide receiver and corner. So I took the, I had them taking the, the, the probably the best ones on their board. So <laughs> uh, another spot where I'd rather see them take Sky Moore, but still. <laughs> You're at the Sky Moore part of the draft where it's like all these teams should take Sky Moore. Yep. They should all take Skymore. 
Uh, Cincinnati, <laughs> uh, Kair Elam, the corner from Florida. I think since he goes corner, um, it's just the biggest need that they have on their roster. They revamped their offensive line over the offseason. They brought in Alex Kappa. They brought in Ted Karras. They brought in uh, Leo Collins. I think that uh, they'll focus to the defensive side of the ball. If there was a really good pass rusher or a really good middle linebacker, I'd see them go that way. But since there's not, I think corner makes the most sense. So that's what I have them doing. Kair Elam is a little bit of a risky guy, but I think at the at worst, he's going to be a really good slot nickel, like a gambler mm. kind of guy. Yeah. And finally, last pick, Detroit. Uh, makes sense they'd go quarterback here. I have them going to Marvin Leal. Uh, defensive end from Texas A&M. That's two defensive <laughs> linemen for Detroit in the first round. Uh, Leal is a versatile guy. He can play three technique and five technique, and he can play outside on in a th- you know four three, and he can do all kinds of different stuff. I think that versatility is going to be uh, a, a nice combination with him and Kevon Thibodeau, and turns the defensive line and the front seven in general into a massive strength for Detroit. And that mm. I think is uh, fits the new makeup of this team. So uh, Demarvin Leal, defensive end, Texas A&M. That's what I have them doing. That's my first round. Um, it's way wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like all your picks. The only thing that I would say is that I think more quarterbacks are going to go than this. Very than likely. I very like. Um, I only got one. But <laughs> Detroit at thirty-two. I I think I think that's a spot for a quarterback. It makes sense, because, right? Especially it makes if they sense like for them one to, of them. If they like one of these guys that'll be there, then I think that makes sense. I don't think they need, and they don't need to rush him. They still have Goff, and, you know, despite, listen, Goff is not a perfect quarterback, but he's very, you know, serviceable. He can start for them for the next he's couple fine. seasons. Yeah, he's fine. One or two, one, two, three seasons. I, I don't think, if, if Jared Goff, which I think we said this last week, if Jared Goff is your quarterback, you don't need a quarterback. Yeah, you're not, you're but, not in quarterback trouble. They have a lot of holes on this team. Receiver would be a great spot here. You know, they've got DJ Chark, yeah. but we don't know how he's going to come back. Amon Ross St. Brown looks really good, but he bets. Is he in, he DJ Chark is in, is in Detroit? He is in Detroit on a one-year deal. I missed that. He didn't get Christian that. Kirk okay. money, but he got a one-year deal. So. <laughs> uh, as, a, as, a, as, a, uh, as a manager that has him on a dynasty team, I am a... Uh, Still holding on to all of my <laughs> DJ Shark stock. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he he's not someone that's worth selling, right? Because nobody's giving up a lot for him. And so his right, upside right, is right. better than what his pack return package would be. <laughs> uh, no running backs in the first round. I think you see Brees Hall and Kenny Walker go really early on day two. Maybe to the Jets. I think that's yeah, very Maybe likely. Houston. Yep. Houston makes sense. Houston is where fantasy managers everywhere want one of those guys to go. <laughs> yeah. Because it's literally the only spot that I think there's no Merck. Like, no Did Merck. Did Houston just get someone? Did Houston just get? Marlon Mack. No, no disrespect Marlon to Mack, Marlon, Marlon Mack. Mack. Marlon Mack. Yeah, Marlon no Mack. disrespect to him. But I think, if they, I think if they draft someone on day two, I don't think Marlon Mack is going to be the difference between whether or not they're a good fantasy back or not. Yeah, he's still good. Yeah, if they take Brees Hall, he's still the, the RB. Yeah, and, uh, you know, whoever – if Houston takes Brees Hall, Kenny Walker – um. You know, one of those top two backs on day two. If Houston does that, then they are the dynasty 1.01. Like that, that's 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 oh, the way it's so? gonna go. Mm-hmm. I think okay. so. I just don't see another landing spot where we won't be able to talk ourselves into a timeshare. Maybe Buffalo, yeah. but depends what you think of Devin Singletary. You know, but can you think okay. of another? Can you think of another team where Brees Hall goes to it, and you're not like a little yeah. worried about carries? We were talking about this. Uh, Maybe the Jets. 
Yeah, but Michael Carter looked really good. Like I, yeah, I would Carter's you be? There. Would you be like if he goes to the Jets? Would you be like he's definitely getting twenty touches a game? De- would, de- not definitely, not definitely, not definitely. You, sure. You know the team that that I think is going to take a running back on day two that's going to throw everything into a, for a loop is uh, the Chargers. I think the Chargers is going to take one of these guys. The Chargers, really? Yeah. Well, because Eckler, they love Eckler, and Eckler's great, but Eckler is really good with like twelve to fourteen touches a game. Right. Like yeah. that's yeah, that's that's Eckler. And they uh, Justin Jackson, they haven't resigned yet. Joshua Kelly hasn't looked good. Larry Roundtree, maybe. But he looks like just another guy to me. I feel like maybe day two, we might see uh, a banger go there. Somebody like, like- uh, you know, somebody like the Georgia kid, uh, Zeus White, like one of the yeah. somebody like that guy. I I think we might see. And that's going to throw a little bit of. uh a little bit of mess into things, I think. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Chiefs, but the Chargers yeah. make sense with, with Eckler. Yeah, Eckler Chiefs, being, are, Chiefs I, are always always a uh, candidate for Merck. <laughs> but I, uh, but yeah, the, the, the Chargers, that would, that would really throw a lot of draft boards, <laughs> a lot of fantasy players' draft boards into the, uh, into the, into the trash. Because it it's would. like, because I'm, I'm, consi- I'm just wouldn't even consider he wouldn't be the RB one. Now he's not always healthy, but still. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the thing. I again, he's, he's just best suited in a in a role where he's not getting too many touches. Um, he's very good, but he just hasn't held up when he gets that many touches. So, uh, so that would be my worry. And I think you know the Chargers surround Herbert with weapons. Like that's what they should be doing. Um. You know, plugging holes. They are built to compete. If Herbert can take that leap into um, elite quarterback status, which he's he's close to it now. So, uh, so that's my mock. Uh, lots of good receivers left on the board. Um, lots of good corners. I like the day two safeties a lot. Uh, next guys off the board: David Ojobo, uh, uh or Ojabo from uh, Michigan, pass rusher. Uh, really good. I like him a lot. Um, couldn't find a spot for him in the first round, but he belongs there. Definitely belongs in the first round. Uh, Kyler Gordon from Washington. Another guy you might see in the late first. I don't love him. He's another mm. physical Washington corner. Uh, Quay Walker, Georgia linebacker. Might Somebody might reach on them because they need a linebacker. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did I, I, and then the, the quarterbacks, like I said, we'll see them go. Trey McBride, top, top tight end might slide in. Uh, I think he lasts to the second round, but he might slide in. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? I, I was like, he, he might slide in. Like, like, <laughs> this is like funny he's sliding he into said. DMs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He might slide in there. <laughs> uh, I, my only, um. My only complaint about your not complaint, but my only uh, thing about your draft is that I definitely think there's going to be more quarterbacks just I, because teams. I'm are sure stupid. you're right. I'm sure um, you're right. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't be like. I also, this makes I, but sense. I, <laughs> I also, I just want teams to like, just just listen to what we're saying. Mm-hmm. There's just no need. Yeah. Because next year is going to be a better draft, and I know you need a quarterback. All these, a lot of teams need quarterbacks. Yeah. Just, just let's just let's just pump the brakes. Yeah. Yeah, I just, <laughs> you know, I just, um, I, I, we don't need, we don't need to reach on quarterbacks. Like, I just remember right. 2011 so well when we saw Jake Locker, Blaine Gabbert, Christian Ponder, yeah. 
all go in the top 12. Yeah. And I just, we don't have to do this, guys. Um, Because we knew at the time, we knew those guys weren't first round top 15 prospects, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and they got pushed up the board because of need. And none of them worked out. And I just worry (laughs) that that's what's going to happen this year. And because, again, you take somebody top 15, that's your guy. Like, the fans are going to want to see him. You need to commit to him. That needs to be your guy. And I don't see any of these guys as that level of talent. They all need time. Kenny Pickett's probably ready to start right now, uh, the quarterback out of Pittsburgh. But he's – yeah. He looks like a backup to me. He just, I, you know, he just, hey, I, I'm just going to copy my Sam Darnold uh, projection and just move it over to Kenny Pickett. It's just, it's one <laughs> word and it's just meh. That's it. That was my Sam Darnold. If you remember, that was my Sam Darnold yeah. draft report with meh. And, that was your long standing Sam Darnold uh, analysis. Meh. And that's, that's Kenny Pickett. Meh. It's fine. It's fine. Be all right. Um, all those other guys need a year. Carson Strong, we got to see if he's healthy. Uh, Matt Coral needs a year. EJ Perry, uh, yeah, he went out. Now I'm getting into day way day three, but Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, those guys need a year. They need time. Desmond Ritter is an interesting one. I like him, but but I like him. I like him in the second round. That's where I like. Yeah, him. <laughs> exactly. I would just like to say this stat that I saw. Uh, in the first six games of the 2021 season, uh. Uh, Zach Wilson had four t- touchdowns and nine interceptions. And in the final seven games, he had nine touchdowns and two interceptions. Yeah, Zach Wilson got better as the season just went that on. out there. I'm just, 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 just floating it. That's all I'm doing. He still didn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he got better. Um, it's too early to be out on any of those guys from last year. It's too early. Absolutely. Way too soon. Yeah. To draw any or or to be too high on them, like because I think it's 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 silly to be out on Zach Wilson. Also, think it's way too soon to you know plan your parade for Mac Jones. It's like just <laughs> yeah, Mac. Just let's just let's just <laughs> Mac Jones is the best quarterback we're, in this in this in this in this class. Like, well, we're out, we're out he of time to bring up Mac Jones. How dare you? Like he <laughs> he he had the best season, I'd say, of those guys. But I I don't think he's the best by a long shot. <laughs> New England put him in a very good position to succeed. Good for New England, and good. And for that's Mac the thing Jones. about good for Matt. Yeah, and that's uh, that's and, and you know what you know what it is. That is also like a, a like part of being a good team, right? Yeah. Like you like is, is putting your guy drafting a guy that you know can could succeed in your position. Like he gets drafted, but you switch him and Trevor Lawrence, and you see wildly different rookie seasons from both of those guys, right? Yeah. Yep, absolutely, so, absolutely. That's another thing about like these. Like, if Malik Willis ends up going to Detroit, his career is very different probably than if it, if he ends up in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's just yeah. in Pittsburgh he sits a year. He's got great receivers. Yeah. He, you know, it's the good position. If he goes to Detroit, whether it's at two or thirty-two, like he's gonna be expected to be the guy. If not this year, probably this year. But if not this year, definitely next year, right? Probably like week six, like Detroit's yeah. two and four. <laughs> Goff looks uh, underwhelming, and the fans are clamoring for him. And then, and then Absolutely. he'll come in and be expected to do a lot immediately. And 
It's just it'll not be, a good be, recipe. Be, like the Justin Fields situation, right? Where it's like just kind Ooh. of was never. That was maybe not bad as it gets. No, maybe no not line, that bad. Terrible coach. <laughs> limited receiving. No, not limited receiving. Allen Robinson's really good, even though he uh, didn't pan out. But uh, even though he he and Fields didn't get on the right page, I should say. But um, so he had good receivers. But yeah, no, no line, uh, no coach. So. Ugh. <laughs> I'm anxious to watch Justin Fields this year. I hope that Matt Eberflus and uh, Luke Getze can can get the most out of him and that he turns into a really good player. I I, I like Fields. Seems like a good kid. Yeah, I'm I'm still buying all of the Justin Fields stock. If you're selling, just send it this way. I'm still buying all the stock. Yeah. The the Jets are a, a really nice buy low fantasy team. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree a lot. Because the upside is there and the cost is low. Like you could Michael yeah. Carter, you gotta pay a little for, but like he's he's a running back dead zone guy in fantasy right now. Uh you can get him as your RB two and he's got significant upside, should catch the ball. Corey Davis wasn't bad when he played last year, it's just hurt a lot. Elijah Moore really came on late. Zach Wilson, uh better as the season went on. The line isn't bad. I just it's it's a nice buy low team. Like I, I'm going to have a lot of Zach Wilson as my QB two in one quarterback <laughs> leagues next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. I wish I had him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm buying. I'm again buying as a viable fantasy starter. Yeah. That, that's what I say. I'm buying. I, I I still don't know that what you're winning with him as your quarterback, but we'll see. I've got one triple flex dynasty league where I have I have Herbert, um, but it, it's triple flex, so you can start three quarterbacks, and uh, and I have Zach Wilson and Justin Fields, and I'm really hoping that pans out. You have who? Who is it? You have Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. Yeah, you're gonna need one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. So because uh, I've got Herbert, Herbert, Herbert's my main guy, and then uh, Fields and Wilson. I also have Mitch Trubisky, but I'm I'm hoping yeah. Fields and Wilson become decent fantasy options you know <laughs> that team's kind of interesting i've also got Najee harris and cam Akers and justin jefferson so i've got a pretty good roster um but it's it's taken it's taken a lot for me to get there <laughs> um okay all right we're, we're long so i'll uh That's I'll let all right. us go uh enjoy the draft i'm really excited everybody enjoy the draft um feel free to uh, make fun of me because I'm I'm always really wrong on a mock, and and you know the dirty secret, Dwayne. Yeah. All, mo- all mocks are wrong. They're all really every wrong. one of them. Yeah, every one of them. They're all really wrong. If 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 guys had if if any if any of us had the ability to legitimately call this thing accurately, we'd be hired by a team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I and I want to plug Shane Hallam, who's uh, my favorite draft analyst. Uh, above all, anyone at all. Uh, follow Shane Hallam on Twitter at Shane P Hallam H A L L A M. Uh, he writes at Draft Countdown. He has a seven round mock. He's scouted a thousand prospects, uh, literally, and he uh will tweet all day about the draft. And not only that, the next day <laughs> he's a great source for tweeting about undrafted free agents that sign. Um, and he'll nice. have like a little blurb about him. So, um, just just a little shout out to Shane Hallam. He's one of my what a, a really nice guy. One of my favorite draft people in general so check him out nice followed um all right so any final thoughts before we go buddy i don't think so happy drafting happy drafted happy i'm excited i'm excited Dwayne. Very i'm excited. hoping that uh whoever the panthers get is a you know 10-time pro bowler and whoever the falcons gets thanks 
Yeah, what I'm rooting good, for. Good call. Good call. <laughs> Let's hope Javon Walker lasts to Atlanta. Because I want to root for Garrett Wilson. <laughs> All right, before we go, let me just mention it really helps us out. If you go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave us a nice review, so please do. That about does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, download us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter at twoguysdwayne and at twoguysbrandon. Check out Surge Severe. Apologies, as always, to Ryan Tannehill and apparently Trevon Walker. And thanks for listening, and we'll catch you with another episode next week. Or two weeks, two weeks. We're gonna take we're gonna take next week off. Vast penmanship crafting the track generous. It's that infinite, filling the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twisted and dash cinnamon. Flavorful, neighbor sniffer from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme rap and then we dish it. Yo, close. your attention's on the fire. Cause on the mic, I call experience. I'm like a giant. I'm like a giant. Nobody move. Yeah. Don't even speak. Ready to ill, ready to kill, ready to kill, ready to ill, ready to kill. Yeah. I'm like a giant.